Hello and welcome to all the Dirty Thirties out there. It's episode 62 of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Girl. Drew, last episode of October 30 for this year, and holy fuck. This one's, uh, this one's gonna, if you don't smoke cigarettes already, you might think about starting just for this episode, you know, listen to, <laughs> listen to this episode, smoke some cigarettes, think about how you are not actually a piece of shit because you could be sticking needles in your own gooch and molesting children. So you're not that bad, are you? <laughs> Those are like the two like least worst things, I think. <laughs> I know. And that's saying a lot. So this is going to be like a heavy trigger warning episode. But before that, we have uh, Nick's picks. So we're going to get into Nick's picks to start because honestly... The rest of it's just going to be real fucked up. Yeah, even if he goes zero and three again, that's that's better than everything we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode. All right, so here's Nick's picks. Hello to all the dirty thirties out there. It is Nick here with my picks this week. I'm not going to lie to you, it's been rough recently. You know, going zero for three last week, not ideal. Um, but you know, we're flushing down the toilet. It's a new week. I'm ready to go. So, my first pick is going to be Pittsburgh minus nine over Miami. I think Miami's coming off a big win last week. Um, I think they're they're due for a letdown against Pittsburgh. Um, my next pick is going to be the over in the Texas Tech at Oklahoma game. Um, I just feel like a lot of points are going to be scored. Arlo, stop. Be quiet, please. All right, and lastly, speaking of um, dogs, my money line underdog is going to be West Virginia over Iowa State at plus 230. Um, again, these money line underdogs probably aren't going to hit very often, but it's just looking at the spread, and or not the spread, but like looking at the points and the um, odds there, I think this is the best value. I still don't think Brock Purdy's very good, so... Throw in a couple interceptions. I think West Virginia could take this one. So those are my picks for the week. Um, also, real quick, I am going to throw out a bounce. Um, I am going to bounce anyone that is at a gas station, especially a gas station that's right off the interstate and is super busy, that is just sitting in their car at the pump using it like a parking spot, not pumping gas. Like, that's not a parking spot. They're like... 150 parking spots at this gas station once you're done pumping your gas move the car to an actual parking spot so people that need gas can get fucking gas all right okay so that was my bounce those are my picks good luck this week and go hawks all right that's nick's dick picks (laughs) I, i just enjoy him telling people that these picks aren't probably going to hit very often. I mean, this isn't financial advice, so don't take <laughs> It's just so funny. Oh, man. Doesn't even have the confidence in his own picks. Oh, man. Okay. His well, bounce, though. What about his bounce? Oh, his bounce I do not agree with. I'll park wherever the fuck I want. Okay, well, if I'm dick. filling up gas, I just fill. I just put the gas in and then I walk inside. If I only do it if every spot's, like, taken up. Like all the ones in the front, and then the ones like on the curb around. Like, if there's no spots, and there's yeah. a, that's the only time I'll do it. But like, I'm gonna take that spot. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't. I've never been in that. Situation. What gas station is he going to off the interstate that has 150 <laughs> parking spots? That's a wild <laughs> statistic. <laughs> I don't know. But he also goes around the country and does a bunch of shit. So, is he constantly <laughs> stopping at the largest truck stop in the world in Iowa? 150 is small numbers for the largest truck stop in the world. It's not. I feel like that would be about 150 parking spots. No, dude. That's got... The largest truck stop's got like (laughs) 1,000. It doesn't. Yes, it does. I can tell you. I've counted them. I say you've been there. I've counted all of them. (laughs) Okay. If you count all of the semi-spots, too... Still closer to 150 than 1,000. No. There's like... If you chop up... (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate you. Yeah, it's wildly overestimating that well should we get into the dark shit let's uh let's finish off october 30 right with maybe the most terrifying disgusting piece of shit person to ever walk the entire face of the earth that is the werewolf of wisteria himself the book known as the boogeyman, the gray man, and other terrifying names. The gray man. The gray man. Just bad. think about that. And like, it, and it works for him. Picture of him. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, like, think about being like the gray man is out killing people. That's like close to slender, especially man. children. That's like close to slender yeah, man yeah. for me. That's like what the. This is some weird like fucking beast. And no, it's just a really fucked up old man. It is. Albert Fish. You know what? I'm going to say it. I think Albert Fish might have went a little too far. Just a bit. Well, maybe a lot. Probably an understatement, but yeah. Let's get into it. Born as Hamilton Howard Fish. Changed his name to Albert Fish because he didn't like the nickname Ham and Eggs. I get it. I mean, I wouldn't like that nickname either. No. So I'm going to... Sounds like he's a chubby little boy. I don't know. That's why that nickname sounds like... No, this is 1870. There's no chubby people. That's what that nickname sounds like. It sounds like... Oh, yeah. Ham and eggs. Like... uh, Oh, look at ham and eggs over there. Like Chunk from the Goonies. And just... (laughs) That's that's a kid you'd ask to do the truffle shuffle. You're absolutely right. You ask ham and eggs to do the truffle shuffle. All right, I'm gonna Who's go funny kid in the group. Oh, into his eggs. childhood and the uh, just just the makings of a horrible monster of a ah, person. Yes, born May nineteenth, eighteen seventy, in Washington D.C. to Randall and Ellen Fish. His mother was forty three and his father was seventy five when Randall. he had them. Good which, old Randy. <laughs> I'm thinking part of this has to do with maybe his uh, his milk was expired. If that that makes any sense i really hope it does and also fuck you <laughs> uh, oh god <laughs> that's why, why and also hit? having a kid at 43 especially in 1870 saying like, his father's milk was expired or just yeah. like the milk that he was drinking was expired uh his father's milk was expired 75 having kids actually mcjagger's kid might end up being a serial killer because Mick Jagger had a kid at, like, I think 75. <laughs> All right, this is going to be really uh, ignorant of me. When does menopause happen? Is that 50s? Uh, Yeah, 40s into 50s, 50s yeah, depending so on the woman. Both. Having a having a child at 43 is, like, uh, way bigger risks of, like, problems with the yeah. baby. Especially in 1870. Like, holy shit. But on top of all that, man. I think everything was expired there. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just it's just warm everywhere. There's no everything is room they temperature didn't have and refrigerators. above. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that's not room temperature because the room is just outside. Yeah, I ain't getting <laughs> ice shipped down here. Uh, I ain't rich. Many family members suffered from mental health issues. Mom had visual hallucinations. Uncle suffered from mania. Brother was sent to a mental asylum, and sister suffered from. Quotations, mental afflictions. Don't know what that means. And then there's also multiple. She's other just being around. a woman. <laughs> Back in that time, having That's an opinion. <laughs> She's suffering from mental <laughs> afflictions. No, I just want to like not she, be controlled by no. you fucking weirdos. No, she just speaks like what she's not spoken to. Sometimes she won't clean. She won't cook. She won't do not. She will not stay in the kitchen for the life of her. She knows how to read. Mental afflictions, I tell you. <laughs> this woman is possessed by the devil. Uh, his father died when he was five years old. And because of his me- his mother's mental issues, he was sent to uh, St. John's Orphanage oh. in Washington where he was. What was the orphanage's name? St. John's. Oh. Because they were doing all sorts of godly things in this in the walls of this place. They were doing it in the name of God, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, he was... Constantly beaten and tortured by uh, the people running the orphanage. Don't often. worry, folks. That that wouldn't get him down. <laughs> in fact, in fact, well, it does the quite opposite. Yeah, it does literally the exact opposite, and he loves it. This is where he learned that he likes, well, he associates he sex and getting beaten, which he got beaten with like. A uh, paddle with nails in it and cat of nine tails. This and is then, where he realized he preferred to see little boys get beaten. Yeah, and he also was like raped all in, within these wall, like Charles Manson type, like raped here all the time. But he started to like it, so yeah. he sort of used his uh his butt as currency. Yeah, sort of you know like he, throwing it back, man. Like, like it's so this orphanage was just prison. Basically, yeah, it was a boarding school for bad children. Basically, uh, like it's an orphanage, but it's also like if a yeah. parent just didn't want their kid, like so it's goodbye. automatically a piece of shit. They just beat it into shape. Which mm-hmm. Albert Fish evidently really, Loved. really enjoyed that, and really enjoyed watching the other kids get. It's flogged. like the opposite of Peter Curtin, where Peter Curtin would always come soft. Oh yeah, Albert Fish is rock hard ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> he's he's hitting rock bottom. If we this guy would win the early out challenge, no question asked. Oh my God, we've mentioned the early out challenge on this podcast before, right? I don't think so. I think we have. I don't think we ever explained I, it though. I believe I, think we've I did. Mentioned it. Well, I'm gonna move on. I don't yeah. want to explain <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, why don't you put a needle in your taint? Oh man, uh, he and other boys would well, yeah we could be whipped and flogged six at a time, and he you know was pitching a tent the whole time. Uh, in 1880, his mom retook custody of Albert when he was uh, ten years old. Two years later, at twelve, he began a relationship with all I could find on it was a telegraph boy. Yeah, just, I don't know what that means. Like he just just another boy that like was a mailman or what like. Telegraph boy? No, that's I think that's literally like people would used to call in and he would just or telegraphs were the, the yeah tippity tapper ones, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So he hmm. would just like take people their messages, and so he's just like all over the place. 
So we're telegraph. Well, I'm wondering if telegraphs were similar to phones, where it's just like a telegraph would go into an area, and then you'd be like, "Okay, I'll yeah, wire this to a different yeah. one." Maybe I don't know. Seems and like then, something you don't trust a child. And then with, you just hear some random clicking in your house. You're like, "What the fuck is going?" Yeah, on? and you miss. You probably miss half of it if you're not standing right there waiting. Yeah, for Yeah, that's it. why they have to repeat it. That's why you have to stand at a telegraph for four hours just to make sure you get the <laughs> whole thing. Uh, Fun fact: I hope most. So I assume most people don't know about the telegraphs that I just told that fact. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you're getting facts in this too. Facts. Uh, this telegraph boy, I think this is, I, I think this is total bullshit and he's just making this like kid up it, or it was like a hallucination because this 12 year old boy introduced him to paraphilic practices such as your, oh God, Eurowagnia and coprophaglia, which basically means he drank piss and ate shit, which is like, well, he's cornhole in this other 12 year old boy. Unheard of thing back then. I I mean I think it's a I don't think it's unheard of. I mean psychiatrists back then probably had heard of it, but like Eating normal person, I don't think that's that's not a thing now. Like you just who does that? There are kinks. definitely do that. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> You're gonna be a dog. Dogs. I don't think we need to lump all of the furries together. <laughs> no, I will. I will absolutely. I yeah. don't. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got a problem with the furries. Okay, so Drew has a problem with the furries. Let it be known, furries. I'm not going to king shame here. If you want to eat piss and shit, that's fine. Just don't fucking molest children and kill that's, them. That's true. That's I guess it's not that bad. You know what? It's fucking weird. <laughs> it, is, it is weird. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to try it with you if you like, "Hey man, you want to try it?" Nope. I'm you know out. What? Now that I think about it, there's probably Definitely people you and I have crossed paths with that when they were 12 years old probably ate some shit and drank some piss. Okay, I don't know about shit eating. Mm. Piss drinking. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, probably. Uh, Which you know what? God. I'm almost positive. <laughs> I can think of like two people that I'm like, they have definitely tried pee before. <laughs> Maybe not like <laughs> in a sexual manner, but they've tried it. Yeah, this well, was very you know what? Sexual. I can think of at least one person that's tried it in a sexual manner. Not drinking it though, just like I don't I I don't want to know. Uh I don't know if you know them. Maybe you do. <laughs> at about the same age, Albert Fish started going to the local bathhouses and YMCAs to watch boys undress. He's he preferred 10. the boys. Right now. 12. Oh, he's 12? Yeah. I thought the boy Oh, yeah, he has a boyfriend at 12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Doesn't he just like quote it to be like, "Yep, I just get to see all the fucking cocks I want." Yeah, so basically this is later when he is in prison for his crimes that we will get into, but he sends his stepdaughter a message which we'll get into. He had six kids and then multiple stepkids. Married three times. Which might not be surprising right now to you, but it will be in a minute. Well, one of the marriages only lasted for 10 days, so. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, but he, and this is the stepdaughter that he's writing to in this letter. He basically oh, tells her, on, yeah, he basically tells her on her 18th birthday that, like, did you know that you could go down to the local bathhouses and YMCA's and you could see all the naked boys you want for. You can't imagine the amount of cocks I got to see. It was incredible. All those naked boys standing around. 
You can do it for only 25 cents. 25 All cents. All the little boy cock. I gotta see those slippery, slimy worms all over the place. I didn't. This okay. Is tw- that was him at 12. At 12 years old. That was his thought process. Which, that's that's as much as the childhood as I'm going to get into. So we're starting off weird. Weird. I mean, yeah. Not not like a bad person. Yeah, I mean, you Just could. Just weird. You could be a, yeah, no. Okay, I mean, no, I would say. I wouldn't th- hang out with the guy. It is a little weird to get hard seeing other people He's weird, get hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's, I would say bad, even. I mean, kinky. Kinky. Well, what, see, what do they call it when it's, it's like unconsensual? That's why. Yeah, I think. He well, he does it. have a consensual one until it gets unconsensual, which is a is a bad one. I might have you explain that one. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> let's get into his early crimes. He moved uh, to NYC yes. at about the age of 20 and started working as a male prostitute. And this is when well, started working as a male prostitute. Does. On the corner, and then he started working oh, at a brothel where he uh, specialized in getting flogged and flogging others. Which is beating people, right? Yeah, with yeah. Yeah, like a paddle. He liked that. a paddle with nails in it. To me, that seems extreme. I think we're just using a regular paddle This isn't here. a nail bed, ladies and gentlemen. You can't pr- like put yourself, uh, balance yourself correctly. It's going to hurt. Yeah, like you can't just... You can't just be hitting people with nails like right in the ass. It's I know it's, there's a lot of meat back there for most people, not me. My my lower back has a crack in it. Uh, what? I have no ass. My lower back has a crack in it. It's anyway. You should just say your lower back splits into legs. You're a fucking loser. Anyway, <laughs> started working as a prostitute, beating people, whatever. Get weird, and then this is when he starts molesting little boys yeah. and raping this is where little gets, boys. This is where it's going to get really, really fucked up. Like we've been pretty fucked up so far, but like it's going to get progressively more and more fucked up for the rest of this episode. So if you don't want to listen, stop now. But also keep listening. Just drink or something. Just start drinking. If you don't want to be drinking, listen to this podcast anyway. Well, it is beer thirty, yeah. and you're at Wilson's bar so you have to be drinking but if you don't want to listen to really really fucked up horrible things get over stop it. now oh. no, just stop get now. over it listen no i'm telling you to stop now at least download and le- leave a review yeah just leave a <laughs> review at least say they they warned me so uh yeah this is and then i believe at the same time this is when he started writing uh like really fucked up letters to random women random people that so he would find they had like tinder in newspapers back yeah then. back in the day it was just like looking like it was just singles like inquiries or widows, in yeah. the no- newspaper like here's my fucking address here's my name and all that shit and he would just send them like really fucked up like perverted n- letters talking about his disabled like son that <laughs> needs to be like beaten all the time and like just he's trying How to get his son like likes it. yeah and like if you were like uh like you're gonna be with me you have to like please us both sexually and it's like ugh, oh my god it's all fake but he's writing it to get like a reaction out of people or like he just really enjoys the thought of somebody reading his letter and like being disgusted by it yep. like it makes him just nut in his pants which 
Do you think he could feel it, like, in the force when they open the letter? Like, there's something, <laughs> there's something that he's just got in his head. He's, that a he Sith. Just he's literally just a Sith Lord, <laughs> and he's like... <sighs> He's literally like Honestly, in, he's, he's in a fucking meeting. It's like with Vader. It's like, yes, Vader. You have to. Do oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Somebody opened one of his letters. We. Oh, uh, Disney's I not gonna like this. Feel the hate. <laughs> and you just find out that like he's got the weirdest noise. He's like a fucking squealing pig. I'm going to move on from you impersonating Albert Fish nutting as a Sith in a meeting with Darth Vader. That's that's a great joke. <laughs> in 1898, he married Anna he Mary asked Vader Hoffman. to force choke him. Sorry, I had to get <laughs> He force spank him, probably. He's like, will you force choke me real quick? It makes it better. <laughs> please, please. Oh, oh, you know I hate doing that. Please, Albert, stop looking me in the eyes. God damn it. <laughs> Why do you have to be the emperor? Uh, in 1898, he married Anna Mary Hoffman, whom, had s- whom he had six kids with, Albert, Anna, Gertrude, Eugene, John, and Henry. This man had six children. Two of them were juniors. And he didn't even, like... He didn't molest or touch any of them. He made his stepkids play the weird games. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he made it like his kids played the weird games because the weird games with the stepkids on the second wife are gross, weird, just very. Uh, they're so gross. Um, in 1903, he went to Sing Sing Prison. Uh, he was arrested for grand larceny. Where he just had himself a fuck fest with all the inmates is what it sounds like. Yeah. From what I've read. And yeah. then they're like, you they're like, Oh, he's enjoying this. Yeah. This is this is no <laughs> Albert, I need you to do something for me. I know that you're into it, whatever, but like I am just trying to you know, I'm in prison, I'm just trying to get a nut, and it's better for me if you just act like you don't like it. He's like, but you clearly like it. No can do. And then right after you ask, you ask to eat my shit and stuff like that, and shove your needles in your rectum. Like I, I can I just rape you? I don't think he can started I? using himself as a pincushion until later in life. No, he did not. But he's for sure thinking about it, Talk, <coughs> talking about it. Um, it's all talk, no game. So he gets out of prison. Wow, I don't I really know how shouldn't long. Shouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know how long he was there. Uh, but this is when, well, not right long at, enough, Drew. Yeah, no, not, not long, long enough. enough. This is, he should have been killed immediately out of the womb. And yeah, nope. This is this is a person that was just born fucked up. Yeah, and that's rarely the case. And the people that are like, even Ed Gein was driven to do what he like. Did he for realized he enjoyed watching other people get hurt, like beaten, and little boys especially. Yeah, because it's weird. His mom was a little boy. His end. Is weird, and I because I think he even grossed himself out in like the weirdest way. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, so after he got out of prison, he kept molesting kids, uh, and this is when he became obsessed with mutilation and self mutilation. Uh, this is where he would put needles in his gooch, in his anus, in his rectum, 
uh, and even once in his testicles, but that was too much pain for him, and he couldn't handle it. And he liked to do it because the more he moved around, the more pain it would cause him. He'd put him in so far that he couldn't get him out. Yeah. And so, then he'd move, and it hurt him, and then he'd get hard. Yeah. I believe there is an x-ray of his pelvis, and it is full of needles. Oh, yeah. It no, I had, like, it, I had it up. Just go yeah. to the Wikipedia for Albert Fish. It's like the third picture. Yeah. They actually, there's, it's it's not true, but there is a rumor that when he got the electric chair at the end that it like. The electricity all, coursed through the needles. Yeah, and like, like sparks extra everything. Shark, yeah. Shocked him, yeah. But not true. I wish it was, though. And maybe the worst thing of all, you know, hitting yourself with a cat of nine tails or a paddle with nails uh, in it on your own ass and like sticking needles up your gooch. I I might be OK with that if I didn't uh, know this next one. Oh, God, I know what you're going to say where he I really s- stop. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This if it's what I'm thinking, it is made me stop listening for a little bit. Yeah. No, I no, I. Yep, because uh, I was physically uncomfortable after listening. He to this would one. stick a rose oh, in his God. urethra and prance around in front of a mirror. Oh, it's like a it's keen, it's pulling it out is weirder. my problem here. I don't think we need to talk anymore about it because the actually. needles are sticking. All right, out. that's fine. Pulling it out. Is no, I know that dude. Imagine when he pissed. Oh, I don't want <laughs> to, Drew. I think I think his dick would like fill oh, up with pee. It would God. fill up with pee like a balloon, and then he'd have to just like keep squeezing it until it all like oh, drained out. My dick hurts right now. <laughs> it physically hurts thinking about hey, this. I did mean to give everyone uh, a warning at the beginning. If you have your urethra or an asshole, maybe maybe turn this off. <laughs> oh, dude, this is the worst. This is. This this is the worst one we've ever done. This is so bad. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> this after this one, we're doing we're doing weird, creepy monsters and aliens next year. That's it. No more weird people no, that show things. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find something dicks. horrible. I don't want anything in dicks anymore. Ooh, speaking of, I think our uh, I think our uh, vote or whatever is probably over. It's even. I saw it. It's even. You fucking pieces of shit. Catherine Knight and Ed Gein were the best ones, so people want the murderers. That's Sorry, Luke. Fine. Sorry. I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's because we didn't prep anything great for the cryptids or the, the werewolves. Rendlesham Forest and uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Two things that we can do next year. Aliens, creepy weird monsters with different dimension bullshit. Or no, we could find somebody who... Shoves roses up their urethra. No. And dances around in front of a mirror. We already did. That's what we're doing now, Drew. I'll find another. Nope. (laughs) If not, Drew will be the other. Uh, I'll make it happen. Uh, So then this is when he gets into a relationship with a guy named Teddy Keaton. Teddy Keaton was a 19-year-old man. So this is all consensual, but... Still very fucked up and not okay. They basically spent like a a two week period, I believe is what it was. Uh, I don't know if it's a hotel or whatever, of them just fucking the shit out of each other, just nonstop doing weird. Remember, like, he was married to three women throughout yeah, his life. Yeah, but he's and doing just it, throughout his like throughout yeah. these marriages, he's just fucking boys. Yeah, and like. 
This is uh, he's 19, so this is not like child molestation. But I have a feeling that this dude was not very big and kind of boyish like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he's like not this. He's he like gay. He's a sick fuck, is what he like. You know what I mean? Well, he's gay, but he's also a sick fuck. Like no, he I don't was think he like. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna whatever. But this well, is technically a, legal. He had his, he, his first like partner was a boyfriend. Yeah, with the 12 year old where they're cornholing each other and eating piss and shit. Yeah. So I would I would have to believe that he is at least bisexual. He had kids. But all the weird stuff has nothing to do with his sexuality, yeah. really. No, exactly. Okay, that's like, that's a great way to put that. Exactly. Like he could be gay, but straight. it's all super sexual at the but same it, time. Yeah, no, it, like it it has to do with. I don't know how to explain it because yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to like. Be, it's like bi people do this. It's he is bi. And he did all this other really weird, fucked up shit for sexual pleasure. So he's not bi. So he's something completely different that we don't yeah, even have sure. a name for. I that's think just that's probably like, better yeah. than yeah. yeah. I, all right, we got yeah. middle ground there. He's a pedophile. Which uh, I guess is a sexuality. No, no, I won't even define that as a sexuality. I don't, I don't, that's a yeah. mental disorder. Okay, um, let's go with that. And then I'm out of my depths here. <laughs> what? Okay, let's think of let's think of something. I mean, just sexual deviancy is like, like yeah, that works full on yeah, that, sexual yeah, deviancy. That works. Uh, so him and this Teddy Keaton, basically, they were. I, I think it was a hotel room for like two weeks. They're doing all these sorts of role play stuff, like father and son and priest and fucking altar oh, boy and like God, all these just I nasty. Stuff and they're you know drinking each other's piss and eating each other's shit and just doing all sorts of crazy things. Which good old dysentery. Yeah, which whatever. All right, I guess that's fine until this part where uh, Albert Fish ties him up from the ceiling, oh, gets it's hurting again. Teddy hard, and starts to saw. Mm-mm. The head of his penis it off. Just with scissors. He's cutting oh, scissors. It off with scissors. Cutting. Sorry. Yeah. Right. He's cutting it off with scissors. Just the head. But even Albert Fish, it was too much for all the screams and the blood and everything. So he. Oh God. So he just left halfway through. The other. I'm pretty sure Teddy passed out, and then Albert Fish just packed all of his shit, left ten dollars. And just never saw Teddy ever again. Ten dollars, which in that money was, was like, like two hundred forty-seven. That doesn't clear this at all. No, it and the podcast I listen to also does not agree no. with this. Yeah, no, it's not enough money. You, there's no money in the world. By the way, he did bounce about, bounce around from place to place for like a long time. Like he would commit these crimes and then. Like move, move, yeah. And he was a yeah, painter, yeah. so he would find places that were like. I guess now is when we're kind of getting into that. But he's a painter, and he'd go to places to do this stuff where kids were like super vulnerable and like readily available. So he'd go to like YMCA's to do work oh, all across the country, and like, and th- like there were accounts that he had molested, like hundreds, yeah, over a hundred kids, at, like 
one of the lower hundreds of boys. There was a couple girls. Was yeah. there? Yeah, but mostly, mostly boys. I think it took him a while to figure out that it was. He was all. He, he was, was like, into boys. Yeah. So it was like it was super control based, but it was also very. It was like it was control based. He's all four types of yeah, serial killer, he's which is control based. Uh, like the revol- like revolutionary Vis- thinking that he's gonna uh, do, or he's missionary, visionary, visionary, control. Yeah, control. Then hedonistic. Hedonistic. Hedonistic yeah. is like for Sex. sexual pleasure. Missionary is like God. Like God. No, told missionary. Me to do is, this. Uh, visionary is God. What's missionary? Missionary is uh, you're doing it so uh, like for a purpose. Like so, when he kills Grace Bud in the end, he says he did it so she doesn't grow because he knew uh, he was gonna, she's going to grow up to be a whore. Yeah, and so like, so I guess it's both. But yeah, that's missionary, and then. Uh, then control base is well, like is just vision, okay. Is missionary like the one puppets. from God or is visionary the one from God? I'm pretty sure it's visionary. Okay, because visionary like, also sounds like I know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. If either way, I, th- yeah, yeah, either way it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, one of them sounds like I'm on a mission from God. The other one sounds like I, I had a vision. Mm. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, but they you could flip it easily. Yeah, so. Um, do you want to get into something here? Do you want to get into it? I all I got left for notes is murders, and then uh, sort of the end. I have a little bit on. What do you got? You got I corrections mean, for the first two categories we had there? No, I've just been trying to add in some supplemental like extra yeah. shit here. Okay. Um, but what I can add is that like his terminology for. Like, he was frozen in his sexual development when he went to that boys' school. Like, he didn't progress any... He doesn't call it a penis or vagina. He calls it, like, a wee-wee and a bum. Monkey. He calls it a little boy's penis his monkey. Yeah. And it's like... That's that's maybe the worst thing he's ever done. Well... Let's call a little boy's penis his monkey. Yeah, that's super duper weird. <laughs> he also eats a little boy's monkey. Absolutely not the worst thing. <laughs> uh, sorry, okay, so uh, the worst thing he's ever done is eat a dead little boy's penis and call it his monkey. Can we go with that? I don't know. It's definitely top ten. Though. <laughs> um, there's just he. Okay, there's a lot of weird, like sexual stuff. That he does that nobody had ever seen before. And there's like one doctor that's like, if I, he had practiced every sexual act Mm -hmm. that this like doctor psychologist had ever heard of, not thought about it, not like dreamt of it practiced it yeah like like men women multiple times like like bestiality like in every almost every way possible like it was very harped on that he ate and drank shit and piss like and then he would drink blood yeah drink blood he's eating men's asses women's asses like uh not like you know the at yeah little boys like the sexual way it's like little boys little girls like performed all the like Anything on anyone, basically, which yep. is insane. Like, that's insane. Yeah, you gotta have people just have to have some boundaries. Like, that's 
in my mind, that makes you insane if you have no boundaries, especially sexually. Yeah, it's it is wild what this man, yeah. or at least with like everybody, you have no boundaries. Maybe having no boundaries with like a certain person that's not insane, but like literally everybody just do anything and everything too, and like. I don't like That's, he had to well, have had so okay so he molested like hundreds of children um <clears throat> there's like three confirmed how many confirmed kills are there three three but and then he could have murdered up to like 15 yeah. to 20 yeah right i think that's it and it's like that's like three confirmed 15 total that could be there but then the judge like claimed that it was like hundreds of molestations, like, like hundreds, and that is such a fucked up statistic that like there's so many people that just got fucking raped because of this guy, and that he was called like the gray man, the boogeyman, and it was uh, isn't it one of the murders where the like kid calls him the boogeyman? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I. I was just looking at my notes here for the rest of that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We'll just get into. Uh, I believe it was his first murder in 1924. First confirmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which this one, if I remember correctly, is really fucked up. Yeah, it's so it's it sad. leads it's me really to believe sad. that it is not his actual first murder. He clearly been thinking about doing this shit uh, for a while, but I feel like I don't think it was I, either. Because I feel like there is a stepping stone to like kill, like he could have just like beat somebody across the head and murdered them, and then just went along his way to get. He's like, okay, I killed somebody. Now I can do like. I think most likely his first murder, because this is not accidental. His first murder is most likely accidental. Oh yeah, like probably during like. Him molesting some kid and then it realized went he went too far or and like get caught. Something yeah, like so that. he had to murder. But also, statistically, uh, he liked to murder kids from like five to like twelve, like prepubescent. That when you do that, that's most likely sexual. Oh yeah, along with as far as the murder goes, uh, and then pr- like postpubescent. The murder is usually accidental, and then maybe you just figure out you kind of like the murder. Like, this seems like he was already thinking about it, but who knows? Who really knows? But uh, on July 14th, 1924, Francis McDonald was reported missing. Um, His body was later found. I don't know when his body was found, if it was found that same day or what. Um, His body was found hanging by a tree in the woods near his house. The autopsy revealed that he was severely beaten, sexually assaulted, and choked with his own suspenders. This is not the one I was thinking of. The other one, yeah, I got the Billy Gaffney one. The Billy Gaffney one is genuinely horrifying. So, yeah, maybe you can fill in some blanks here because I got... Oh, yeah, anyway. Uh, Billy Gaffney was playing in his apartment hallway with Billy Beaton and his brother. Uh, Beaton's brother briefly took, briefly left to check on his sister, and when he returned, the two young boys had disappeared. Billy Beaton was later found on the roof of the apartment, but Billy Gaffney was never found. When asked about Billy Gaffney, Billy Beaton said the boogeyman took him. Not much was assumed of his statement until an eyewitness came forward and identified Fish 
The descriptions given by both Beaton and the eyewitness pointed pointed towards Fish. Oh, by the way, before any of these murders, I forgot to mention, uh, his wife left and left him with the kids. Oh yeah, all six kids. So, so they had like all a, six kids. They had like a border that was like basically just like a strapping young man that just was like the wife's like, peace, yeah. I'm gonna go fuck this hot twink. Yeah. <laughs> Even though twinks are gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. Uh but so this murder, do you have more notes on this? I don't. I would okay. love, yeah. So from my understanding, he took Billy like into the woods, raped and murdered him, and then left him yeah. there. And then came back the next day and started carving Billy up and like cut him from ear to ear through his mouth, gouged out his eyes, cut his head off, cut his arms off, cut his legs off. Took some the the nose, ears, cheeks, part of his belly, um, his th- ass, right? <clears throat> part of his ass, threw it into a bag. He took his the ass home, ate it, cooked it up, ate it, made stew out of his ears, face, nose, cheeks, and then he also what he did was he um, took some bags with some rocks and like the bigger parts of his body. He threw those into the bags with the rocks and threw them into ponds, which is like murky, gucky water. Uh, nobody's going to fucking look in there. So he just chucked it in there along the road that he was, uh, I think he said North beach is the area it was in. Mm. And that's why you, nobody ever like found the head or the body or anything. And then he took it home and he cooked the stew with the head and all that stuff. And he just ate it. And, that's why nobody ever found his body because it was chopped up, thrown in bags into like murky ass water. Nobody's going to find that. And it decomposed probably really fucking fast. Mm-hmm. And then he ate the rest of it. Mm, yep. Forgot about about that. That's that was the one because the, Cause he the, describes the, it the description the, that Mark, not Marcus. Uh, oh, uh, Henry. Henry. No, yeah. I think it is Marcus. Yeah, it's probably Marcus. Marcus gives all the descriptions. Fucking uh, yeah. stuck with me. He basically like carved him ear from ear and then like down his stomach, like chopped his mm. legs off, chopped his feet off, chopped his hands off, toes, fingers. That's yeah, no, because he describes I believe he describes eating the child either in his confession or uh in the Grace Bud letter. It's the Grace Bud. Uh, One of the confessions. He, uh, I know yeah. in his confession he talks about it. And he just describes it like it's the tastiest thing he's ever had. Like he describes eating the boy's ass cheek meat. Like and it's like the, the most delicious thing ever. Which is and human horrifying. meat makes you go crazy. Like yeah. if you eat human meat, it's like it makes you go crazy. Cannibalism. I Yeah, your brain's not wired for it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think a human brain is wired to do that. Well, not even that. It's it's like the nutrients are fucked up in it too. Like it like a lot of people like if you eat a lot of human meat, your skin starts turning really red. Weird. I you know what? I could be spouting out my ass, but I yeah. like I really feel like I was watching something where like that's that's a thing. So I'll have to look it up to hmm. Maybe I'll have to make amends for the first time. <laughs> that's been a that's been a while since we like, no one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, probably. Nobody. <laughs> um, but yeah, Billy, that case is weird, and that boogeyman shit was like 
That's like, terrifying for a imagine child. Like, you literally think it's a monster. How, like, you know, like, think about, back to your childhood. Imagine how creepy this motherfucker had to have looked for you to be like, the boogeyman took my friend. The gr- I mean, he's called the gray man, the boogeyman. Like, he's got, he's just a very daunt, like, skinny old man with a hat on, probably, like, shadows on his face and shit. Not very, like, distinguishable. Dude. And just uh, horrifying. Oh. Yeah. Dude, it, it was so scary. The kid ended up on the roof. Like, a child somehow ended up getting that, on the that roof. That was my next part. It's like, how? Yeah. How did he get up there? So Was terrifying. he just so afraid that he's just yeah. like, I'm going to free climb this yeah, wall? Yeah, he probably just free climbed it with his fucking nails. He was so <laughs> yeah, terrified. That's that's crazy. He's like, I lost the f- fucking first quarter inch of both my, all of my fingers. You're just digging into this fucking wall. That's that's crazy. To get a child to climb up on a roof, I'm assuming they're like eight, something like that. I'm just going to ballpark it. it. I mean, he is basically below 12 is what he likes. Yeah, not prepubescent. Um, so he's he's still you know raping and molesting kids all over the place. Uh, but then he meets. I guess I don't know about then. I don't I don't know when these murders happened. Along with when he uh, marries that woman who also has kids. She has like four or five kids herself. Oh right? yeah. And this is the marriage we're talking about. That after ten days, they got married, and then. Well, after 10 days, they got married, and then the marriage only lasted like 10 days after. So it's like a drunk night. You're like, oh, this guy's kind of fucking freaky. Ooh, I'm into it. And you're like, oh, okay. So he's like just a little bit. He's like, he's still freaky outside, but it's not that bad. Yeah. And then you like get, she's like, but like, I'm really into this shit. And then you get married, and you're like, oh. And he starts playing these games with your children that are so gross hypersexual like very hypersexual there's two games one well there's multiple games but i'll i'll describe two one is buck buck how many hands up oh god where also always two (laughs) uh so where he would give the kids one of his paintbrushes that he had because again he was a painter uh and they would and he would turn around. The biggest paintbrush. Yeah, and they would hold up a certain amount of fingers, and if he guessed how many fingers they were holding up wrong, then they would hit him in the like spank him with the paintbrush that many times. They hold up two fingers. He guesses five fingers. They hit him. They spank him twice. That is horrible. The other he is one, a notoriously bad yeah, guesser. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh. The other one was is like sack of potatoes over, I believe. Where basically he would just be shirtless. Well, he would be shirtless in the other one too, just wearing like these little brown uh, shorts. And oh, he would always put on his little like spandex shorts. Basically. Yeah, and he would just basically pick the kids up and like let them slide down his back, and they would just claw him the, down his back. He asked them specifically to use their nails to try to stop themselves from sliding down his back. So like. Really digging in here. Probably to the point of drawing blood occasionally. Here's the thing. If I was ever in a relationship with anybody that ever did anything this crazy, I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I'm going to be like, this person is 100% a sexual deviant. I don't care if it's the 1920s. What are you guys talking about? Like, 
Get, get the kids a yo-yo. What are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't buck, know what Buck that, yeah. how many hands up? That doesn't even make sense, dude. I'd be like, if this is a game, have the title make semblance of sense. Like, the fuck are you talking the, about? The, pr- the prize is spanking a random old man who's now fucking your mom. Probably not often, but, but fucking your mom. Like, after you just met this man, that's the prize is spanking him with a, uh, the paintbrush. That's not a game. I mean, the children know nothing. Like, I mean, I'm not yeah. blaming the children here no. in any way, shape. I'm blaming the mom for not calling the yeah. cops. I understand she left. Very quickly. But, like, so. you need to get law enforcement involved in this situation. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like. Oh, absolutely. Well, th- they could have stopped so many things. No, 100%. Buck, buck, how many hands up? It's two. <laughs> it's, all, it's either one or two. Or none. You have three answers. Just hit my heads up seven up, man. Why you gotta go <laughs> Don't ask me to spank you. <laughs> can uh, I, can heads I, up seven up, you always gotta cheat. Look at their shoes. Have your eyes open, look at their shoes. Very easy. <laughs> Alright. I, I just tried to fart and guess whose voice went, Oh! That's actually a great way to try to win heads up seven up. <laughs> dude, you're the, joking, but it would work. That would be the craziest shit ever. If you could just fart on command when somebody touched you on heads up seven up. Like, <laughs> like what the? <laughs> or just. <laughs> just shout, like, shout out Stevie Watts. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We were both so sorry I'm for pre-algebra. I'm sorry about that. Was it pre- no, was it, it was. That uh, was fucking like pre-calc. Sorry, pre-calc. Yeah, pre-calc. Pre-calc. And algebra one and two. <laughs> Slash trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get into his final murder. The Eventually the one that did get him caught, but not for a while. Uh, on May 25th, 1928, Albert Fish saw a classified advertisement in the New York world placed by an Edward Budd who wanted a working position in the country. Two days later, 58-year-old Fish met with the Bud family under the guise of hiring Edward as uh, and his friend Willie. Basically, he presented well, himself as a wealthy landowner. Originally, mm-hmm. he just wanted the Bud boy. He said, I'm here for you. I'll, I'll hire you. Oh, yeah, he the wanted Bud the sons, boy, right? The Bud boy was like, I'll only go if you help if you hire Willie, too. Because Albert knew exactly what he was going to do to this boy. He was going to bring him back to his house and, like, do what we hear later. Yeah. And another boy, another, like, young man, it it would kind of fuck up the plan here. But Albert's got contingencies still. He's not opposed to. Yep. So he basically meets this family and they like give him this somewhat of respect because it's 1928 and he seems he to have somewhat of money. Has in a land diamond owner. pinky ring. Yeah, that's it. He and has. that's like the key defining feature that this family is like, oh, he's rich. He's he well could, off. Yeah. We're he not going to say out. or do anything to offend him. That was a key. That was like one of the big things. It's like we don't want to offend him. Like. If we do anything bad, our son's not going to get this job, right? So he introduces himself as Frank Howard, a farmer in Farmingdale, which is 
Come on. It's got to be fake, right? No. A farmer in Farmingdale? Sounds like a ch- I, it sounds like a children's book, and this would some, be the most horrifying children's book of all time. Listen to me. If somebody told the me... The farmer in Farmingdale. If somebody told me they're a farmer in Farmingdale, I'd be like, huh, so Iowa, Nebraska, or like one of the Dakotas. I'd be like, oh, so you're trying to like molest me and eat my monkey? <laughs> I Wild. I would just immediately... That'd, that'd be my jump. <laughs> that, just all right. screaming. Uh, his intended victim was edward but when he arrived at his house in manhattan for the second time his gaze shifted to edward's little sister grace which he would have you know sit on his lap and he'd be all fucking touchy-feely and weird with and he had her reach into his pocket at one point and pull out like 92 dollars which was like, like $2,000 nowadays. And he had to reach into his pocket, pull it out, and count it. And this whole thing was apparently extended over a time period. So basically, he like yeah. he went there, met with them the first time, left, and then sent them messages acting like he wasn't going to come back because he, like, he was super busy and all mm-hmm. this bullshit. And then he comes back the second time in like a manner of like, don't fucking waste my time. Yeah. And notices Grace then, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 100% like, don't waste my time, too. And then he offered, he's like, oh, I got to go. I'm going to my niece's birthday party. <laughs> the one, the one of all, made of all the boy meat that I, <laughs> that I took off of those other two boys and I made it like a little puppet that I just call my niece now. <laughs> <laughs> It's so gross. And then on his way out, he had a brilliant idea. It's one of those things where you're like, like, you know what would be a great idea? And it's something that horrible idea ever. But it's also something that you like it's not the spontaneous in the moment. It's not like you're actually You're waiting for it. You're waiting. Yeah. No, you had it he had it in the chamber, but he was just waiting for the time. He goes, Why don't why doesn't Grace come with me to my niece's birthday party? Her daughter that you barely know. What a great idea. To a girl that she doesn't know. Yep. No. At all. Yeah. No, that sounds good to me. Are you going to call me later? Oh, yeah. We don't have cell phones or anything. Like, or even a phone. So you're just going to go with this strange gray man who's, yeah, who's no, rich. Can, it's fine. He's rich. You can take There's one thing I know about the rich, Luke. They don't like having sex with little kids. You know, I can't argue with you. <laughs> They're just the most upstanding people. There's no proof. Jeffrey Epstein didn't do anything that he was ever accused of. Absolutely. He was rich. How could he? Did not How kill himself. How could he do that? Yeah, no. <laughs> or. Yeah, no. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I was wrong. No, they absolutely do love fucking children. Think about this, Drew. All of the things that we just said. About fucking children and the rich loving to do it. But the family here was so, like, willing, like, to please, willing to please this man to get their son a job that they're going to let their daughter just go with this stranger. Wild times. To a birthday party. Capitalism, baby. There's quite literally no way to get in contact with him at all. Mm Mm-hmm. 
insane. You know Which, who the and, favorite child was. All that's all. I <laughs> and also, like, he, all he had to use was a fake name for them to never, like, not never find him because they eventually do. But like, they obviously tell the cops, like, yeah, he was last seen with, uh, whatever the fuck he said, his, Frank Howard. And they're like, that's not a person. Well, wasn't Frank Howard a con artist around this time period? Oh, I don't know. So I'm pretty sure there was like, there was. Because the person that eventually finds Albert K- Albert Fish is like this crazy detective guy. And he solves other cases before solving the Albert Fish case. Was the dude Charles Edward Pope? Because he got arrested for it before Albert Fish did. No. There's okay. a guy named Frank Howard that was like a, like a big time con artist around this time period. And Albert Fish, I think, just like used his name as a cover, right? And then that the actual con artist got caught by the guy that also catches Frank Fish. Mm-hmm. Frank Fish. Albert Fish. Because he used the fake name. Hmm. So basically there's this con artist at the same time yeah. that goes by Frank Howard like or whatever. Yeah. And Albert Fish fakes his name and says, I'm Frank Howard. And then the bud girl dies. And we'll get to that. Um, and then this detective gets put on this case, and he's like, I'm going to fucking figure this out. So he catches, like, three of the aliases that Albert Fish uses before he catches Albert Fish. And one of those aliases is that con artist. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that dude was a fucking super cop. Yeah. Uh, That's so, what we need nowadays. Yeah. Fish persuaded uh, her Imagine parents. Imagine if this dude had the technology of nowadays. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> true. Very true. We'll get to his what he does, like, to, like... It's genius. Yeah. This guy's a fucking genius. Fish persuaded her parents uh, to let her accompany him to the birthday party. Uh, so basically, he takes her to an abandoned house. And he says, hey, you just It's more up. than abandoned, Drew. This is a house where the windows are like so dirty you can't see out of them. The floor is covered in rat shit. And, oh, there's like one more thing. I don't know, probably boarded up shit. Yeah, I, I think there's just boards everywhere. But he tells her to stay outside. Because the lawn is full of wildflowers. Yeah, so unkept. Uh, and he says he's going inside to get things ready for the party. And basically he goes upstairs, sets up this abandoned bedroom with sheets and all this shit. And he gets completely naked to not get blood on his clothes. And also it's a sexual thing for him. Uh, and then he calls Grace into the house, and she comes running in the house and gets halfway to most of the way up the stairs. Well, see, there's two sees stories Albert here. naked and Cause, runs away. Because Albert says he waits in a closet for her to like get into the room. Really? Yeah. Well, I think either way, she runs away. Yeah, and she he runs away up with her. Yep. And. I believe he strangles her to death, correct? So he grabs her by the throat, takes her back to the room, and he, like, quoted, quoted saying, like... Oh, he dextered up this room. By oh, way. how she could, like, kick and bite and scream or whatever. Then he put his, like, knee on her chest and strangled her to death. And then began... So then he drapes her head... Over a paint, over the side of a paint Five bucket, gallon paint bucket, yeah. With her head in the bucket, 
and saws her head off, makes sure making sure to collect as much blood as he can. Uh, sets that aside, dumps the paint bucket full of blood out the window. After trying to drink some of it. Yeah. So he says he tries to drink some of it, but the blood was too thick and bit like iron, like what was yeah, it, like basically bitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I believe he cuts off her arms and her legs. Yeah. So he cuts off arms and legs. He cuts up her torso. Uh, well, no. What he does is he no. He, it's in half. He take yeah. It's he, in half. Yep, it's he, at the he waist. Takes, in half. He takes a butcher knife, cuts. He just basically plunges it into her stomach, to, to the uh, bone, and then he takes a bone cutting, like a bone yeah. saw, and cuts through her spine to basically break her in half. I'm getting sick. Think like trying to explain <laughs> this. Like it is genuinely. So disgusting. Oh, uh, I know. This is this is horrible. Um, and then like he cuts her apart and uh like starts chopping her up a little bit more, but then he leaves her there and just like clean, like puts his clothes back on and leaves. And then he comes back a few days later, and like rigor mortis has set in, and all of the like the hands and everything, like everything is just like fully like stiff because the bone that's Mm. what happens and he takes her and sets her body up as if she were alive again put the legs and torso and head back all together and then you know it's halloween let's let's break this up with a nice with a nice halloween beggar's night joke hey luke why do they put fences around cemeteries uh because people are just dying to get in. Oh God! Uh, yeah, see, let's let's break that up with a little All humor. Right. This is horrible. You want to hear one of my jokes from when I was a child? Yep. Why did the man throw the clock out the window? It's time flies. Because he was mad at it. <laughs> All right, not a joke. I got I got a, I got a fact for you. Oh, did you know that if you took all of your veins and you strung them out True. into a line, you would die? Yes. I wouldn't, but I understand how you guys would. <laughs> for I'm the machine. <laughs> so, so yeah, he does that. With the, go on with the, the and, child murder, and then he <laughs> begins to, uh, like actually cut her apart and like cook her and eat her. Why was the mummy scared to go on vacation? Uh, toilet paper. He was too afraid to unwind. Ooh, that's a tough that's, one. That's <laughs> and then it took nine days for him to eat her, apparently. Um, What's a vampire's favorite mode of transportation? Flight? Blood vessels. Oh, Jesus. That's not a mode of transportation. <laughs> oh, I need to break up this child murder. I can't do it. I don't. <laughs> I think jokes. that's it. I'm so sorry. I think that's basically it. So... Oh, God. Okay. So, six years go by, and Albert Fish, I think he really slowed down. On the, this is when he oh, really gets on. into the yeah, so self-mutilation after. This is when he starts using himself as a pin cushion and shoving needles and pins into his taint ass and gooch. and like Yeah, his, his, his uh, gooch, his anus, and his rectum. 
He just, I mean, tries really a testy, realizes, yeah. dude, I, I think he legitimately grossed himself out so much by doing it to a little girl and not a little boy. Cause I think, cause he was very good to his daughters is uh, apparently his sons. He didn't really like, pay much attention to. So I think he, he saw little girls as like precious. Pe- yeah. Clean. Like that. And then he did that to this he little saw girl. Little boys as filthy little monsters. And so he just like basically grossed himself out to the point where I like maybe was doing this as punishment for it. I think he was still getting sexual pleasure out of it, but I think he was like, I'm done doing it to other people. I'm going to do it to myself now. And so six years go by before he's caught and he is not caught until the age of 64, which is why he probably molested over a hundred kids and killed three ate a couple uh do you do you know the story behind him being caught i don't have anything yeah so the super cop here so like i was talking about this guy catches like three or four other guys right this guy puts these things in the paper that are just false statements that are basically like uh, it's like a photo of a bunch of girls on this boat and it zooms in. It's like, is this Grace Bud? And then it's like this other guy from Broadway is like, I have on good authority that there's going to be a breakthrough on the Grace Bud case uh, here in the next four weeks or something like that. And then Albert Fish. Which one, first of all, like, uh, like casing Albert Fish to... Like to the point where he knows he's definitely reading these articles and like, you know, like knowing the type of guy he is before even having a clue who the yeah, guy they is. Have, they have a good idea of his like psyche, like yeah, what his that's thought a, process that's a fucking is. Super cop. Yeah. And they they know he's going to read this and he's like basically trying to bait him into doing something. And then Albert sends Grace Bud's family the Grace Bud letter. Would you like me to read some of the letter? It's a long letter. Uh, yes, in a second. Okay. So basically, this letter is just him like outlining, like really fucked up shit. Isn't it what he did to her? Like it like says yeah, what basically he did to her? it's it's what he did to her, but also like reassuring them that uh he didn't rape her. She died of virgin, a virgin and yeah. like. Just really sick shit, like, like that's what they were worried about. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, not that they weren't. Like, I guess it like, would this definitely is back be to better. The, this is back to the Jesus Christ thing, where he thinks that it's like he's doing God's work right yeah, now because she's gonna grow up to be a, a horror. Yeah, and like, I mean, maybe I couldn't tell you. I guess, but like, I guess it would be better to find out that. Your daughter wasn't, well, Grace wasn't mo- raped and murdered. Grace Bud's mother was illiterate. Yeah, and there's something. So the person that was supposed to die got to read this in that letter. Yeah, first. Edward read it. Yeah. Now here's the sad part: the Bud family was probably going to lose. Here's the, child. the sad part. Well, it here's another <laughs> sad thing: <laughs> the Bud family was going to probably lose a child no matter what. Yeah. Because he had better his- the girl in America. Wild. <laughs> I think we could have just said nothing there. We could have we could have ended the podcast there and it would have been better than that. Not, that's not true. 
Dude, sorry. That was really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Too much alcohol. We gotta have some yucks. No, Couple that's not yucks. a yuck to have. <laughs> you, need a, you need a son to carry out the family name. <laughs> I'm okay, but here's the thing. After this, like, if I was that kid, after listening to all this and knowing that, you better like, be president or something. Well, no, that. Well, he obviously was not. Yes. Well, maybe he was. I don't know. I don't know my presidents. Bud. I think we would remember the last President, name. President Bud, bro. President Bud. Hey, hey, Bud. Hey, guy. Hey, Bud. All right. Um, Basically, he reads this letter. He sends it to the detective. The detective is like, I... Bingo, bango, bongo, bitches. Here's how he figured it out. There was... And now I can't remember the exact, the exact like phrasing, but Albert Fish was a part of some club, right? And the letter was stamped with the abbreviation, it was like a bathhouse of the bathhouse, right? yeah. yeah. And so then they basically took the description that the Bud family had to the bad bathhouse, and they were able to piece together a bunch of things and find out that this is Albert Fish. And then they were able to find him. And he basically knew the jig was up, like, right away. And he tried to, like, attack the cop with a knife. This is, like, an 85-year-old man, 65-year-old man. 64. 64. Yeah, when he's arrested. I jumped. But still, yeah. No, yeah. Still, this Probably is, against a, a detective still working, probably most likely in his early 40s. Yeah. You're not going to win Late yeah. 30s, early yeah. 40s. Yeah, you're not, not going to get that. Uh, takes him out swiftly and then, like, takes him to jail. Yeah, takes him out very, like, sadly very easily. Yeah. Like, Albert Fish probably should have just killed himself. If only. Well, you know. No, no, no. You gotta get no. I, I, I like the electric chair for him, but here's the problem. He also he liked, liked the electric chair. Yeah, he, uh. It's like Peter Curtin's last words, which are the worst. Oh God! Yeah, what were Peter Curtin's last words? It was like, "This is the this will be the pleasure, the above all pleasures." Yeah, like basically, like yep. nothing will like hearing the rushing of my own blood is the pleasure above all ple- pleasures. That was like yeah. along the lines of what Peter Curtin said. Yeah. So Albert Fish basically said that he's, but basically he was excited to get the electric chair because it was like the one thing that he couldn't do to himself yeah, like because he wasn't gonna kill himself for sexual pleasure he just mm-hmm. wanted to like push the limits with sexual pleasure so i guess we'll just get right into that he tried to plead insanity didn't work he was found guilty um uh you know the worst part was like when his when the detective went to his family and said your dad did this his family was like yeah that sounds about right yeah well and then they and said then his kids the were well his daughter was like his daughters were like he was always a very kind father, like he was always good to us, and they like they went out with him pleading insanity, which I mean that makes sense. Nothing against well, them. Well, here's the thing on the son though, the son, oh yeah, heard he's like, oh yeah, that makes sense that my dad would kill like a person, like a child, and do all this stuff. And then they're like, her name was Grace, but he goes, oh, that's the name that he woke up screaming all the time. Yeah, the uh, after. 
the murder. Yeah, he was and up. that's what makes that's what that's what kind of solidifies the reason. Like, and it was a big he news was story. beating himself. Yeah, because he felt bad. Yeah, because there is. You don't wake up screaming somebody's name, just like no, no, not not most likely. Unless the, you like, saw them die or you killed them, like I would say ninety percent of the time. I mean, the only time I wake up like in a fit is out of horror. Like if I wake yeah. up and like, there's no time where I'm waking up and like screaming something out of pleasure. Never. There's never been a situation where I'm just like. Coming basically when I wake up, <laughs> I I come while I'm asleep and then I wake up. That's how I do it. That's <laughs> it's called a wet dream, ladies still and gentlemen. Still at the age of twenty five, Luke's doing that. Oh well, not anymore. I, I just meant like, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Tonight it's gonna happen. Probably. <laughs> at uh, this point, I have so many lucid dreams and all that <laughs> stuff. I probably just have sex in my sleep, man. Um. Let's see. I can't remember the last uh, time I came. The jury declared him to be sane and guilty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and the judge announced his death sentence. He was executed on January 16th, 1936, a full eight years after the murder of Grace Budd. In the electric chair at Sing Sing Prison, his final words were? Uh, I don't remember. I don't even know why I'm here. Oh, yeah. Really playing into the insanity play. Like it was going to help you then. Don't even know why. You're either the biggest, like, sadistic, sociopathic schizoid ever, or you're just pure evil. The way you said sadistic sounded really weird. Sadistic? No, it was like the pausing you took. Sadistic? And I was like... No, if that's right, why do I want to like, correct like, it? Like though? Bruce Almighty, <laughs> no, no, wait, no, no, not Bruce Almighty. Uh, fun of Dick and Jane. That's Jim another Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's Albert. Which is Fish. probably a guy we should watch out for. <laughs> just saying, he's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But, <laughs> that's what they said. About, that's what they said about Albert Fish. Just don't worry about it. It's fine. They're like, he's Canadian. What can he do? Oh, he's shoving. He's shoving needles into his taint again. Don't worry about it. He's fine. I walked in on my father flogging himself with a cat of nine tails. I, like, hey, he's I a weird found dude. my father's paddle with nails sticking out of it and chunks of flesh on it. Yeah. No, it's fine. fine. It's cool. That's fine. It's cool. Whatever. I remember that game. He used to make us spank him with a paintbrush. It's fine. That, that wasn't weird. You remember that? Like We didn't have TV. You remember the carrot with the nails in it? That he just shoved in his ass? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, I didn't hear about that. No, it was just a carrot. <laughs> no, it was a carrot and a hot dog. And oh, yeah. They at, the cops asked, what did you do with this? And he goes, I shove it in my ass. As the cop was holding it. <laughs> How loose is that dude's asshole? That is. If it's intact, there is not no, crushing the hot dog There's no way I'm getting a raw... the skin off. Dude, there's no way I'm getting a raw hot dog in and out of my asshole without chunking it off. At the very least... I'm skinning it. You're, dude. At the very least, my the asshole doesn't. Out. My asshole. I, 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 I don't know. I've never shoved anything in my asshole, but I'm saying at the very least, I'm taking the skin. I've off. looked at my asshole before, and I can well, tell yeah. you that I'm not. I don't think a hot dog's gonna fit in it. I don't know. I've never done it. 
You have a gaping asshole, Drew. Is that what you're trying to tell us? My asshole's like hot dog in the hallway, for, baby. <laughs> my asshole's like the poster for holes. Dig it up, uh, um, dude. Where they're all just staring down in the hole. <laughs> well, if you like today's episode, <laughs> Luke, you tell them where to find. Make it. sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Dirty Beer Thirty. Make sure to like and retweet all our tweets. Then follow us on Spotify. Then follow us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating and review. Make sure to download all of our episodes because they're lit. Uh, this is the last episode of October, October 30. Thank you, you all so much for obliging us on this October 30, especially this last one. I know that probably hurt a little bit. Tough. It's it, rough. It hurt me. I'm, think about having to research it. There's more, yeah, there's more had... research that goes in than recording, and it hurts. It hurts. Uh... I had I knew uh, I was Nick's say Nick's uh, gonna be reviewing Dune here on the blog. Done. We'll get to it next which week. Which I yeah I watched Let, that today. It was we'll do fucking a, awesome. We'll do a review next week. Dune. Okay. Might that works. Well. Yeah, I'll review Dune. Um, and then we have we've seen so many Sour Patch Kid things in the past week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to do like a whole taste yeah. test review of that. Week after that, we'll probably do a U.S. history. Ooh, probably. Actually, it's a world history, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. World history. Yeah. Um, world... Conspistory? We'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wish you were beer. <laughs>